Hello and welcome to the Ball and All podcast, episode 24. Obviously no games this weekend, but we decided fuck the FA Cup. We're just going to do a halfway season review. Join us on Twitter, at BNA Podcast. Join the conversation with hashtag BNA Podcast. And you can join our fantasy football team, league even, on 686-834-151-968. Uh, we got a guest with us this evening, Mr. Hey, Jampolo. You're not going to introduce us, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. First, you know, it's myself, Flows, and then two other guys. BNF, Benno Filter. Okay. And Jamie. Uh, Jamie's here with us representing the Hammers. Then Bubbles. Forever Bubble blown guys. Bubbles. Forever blown Bubbles. <laughs> Alright, so as we do when we have a guest, we're just going to start it off with um, when did you start supporting West Ham and what were the reasons? So I started supporting West Ham probably from as young as I can remember. And it was a family thing, which makes me wonder, you didn't get the memo or something. I'm not really sure what happened there, how you ended up being a Man United My dad supports Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> Other Patrick supports Chelsea. Like, what are you talking about? I had a, a godmother and aunt that exactly. was a hardcore, hardcore West Ham fan. And before her husband could give me a Liverpool shirt for my birthday, she gave me a West Ham shirt. And I believe my first West Ham shirt was a, a Trevor Sinclair, Dr. Martins um, shirt back in the day. Um, and then I, I never looked back, um, and that's when we were a yo-yo team as well. Um, Still are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yo-yo yeah. just got on bigger all the time, <laughs> championship, Premier League. Yeah, the highs and the lows, but uh, no, it's good to finally have, uh, I feel like we've consolidated ourselves, so um, it's a good time to be a West Ham fan, definitely. Okay, and in terms of, you know, yeah, like you say, you've been a yo-yo team, there's been plenty of highs, plenty of lows. What's been uh, one of your, or your favourite high? Um, I would say the, probably the moment that takes both is the, the, the cup final in 2005. Um, because for a few minutes, or, or for actually for most of the, the game, I was thinking that we're going to be the FA Cup champions and then Gerard had other plans. <laughs> but um, we, were, we were unbelievably close and uh, that's like one of my... I was still fairly young at the time. I was only 12 years old, but that's one of my fondest memories of um, of, of West Ham in general. Uh, to be honest, we haven't won that much other than <laughs> the World Cup, obviously. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure I can claim that one, but um, no, it's. Uh, I'd say that's probably my my favourite moment, just because it was a magical day, and it was a shame about the result, but it's one of the the best games of football I've ever seen for sure. Fair point. Fair point. And whether by accident or design, first thing we're going to look at is player of the month. And the first name that comes up as one of the contenders is a West Ham player. You've got Felipe Anderson, Marcus Rashford, Son, Salah, Kane, Hazard and Van Dijk. We start with saying not Hazard. That's a given. I thought Hazard was your guy though, I swear. Too I've fair. never heard you say anything about Hazard before, bro. I swear, damn. <laughs> just, just not him, definitely. Alright, um, so go on, you start off he, then. Who's nah, your guy? Definitely not Hazard. Then, I don't know, Rashford's been alright, but not, I don't know, it's, it's come too late in the month mm-hmm. to, for him. Salah's been doing his thing, but, I don't know. Even though he's scoring goals like in pretty much every other game, he's still not seem, he's not the same as Seeing that something's missing with him, I don't know. There's still something not right there. It's the same. He's not the same as last season. Who's that? 
Yeah, I still think he's still not on the same. No, he's not on the same what, level. What, he's what getting there. He's, he's getting, getting there. He's still there. not there. He's getting better all know, the time. So like, because there've been some chances in games, he just looks half-hearted when he takes the chance and he doesn't, I don't know, properly connect. Kane, I don't know. I'm just not giving it to him. So for me, I don't know. My my my, my player of the month, uh, human son. Yeah. Same, same, he just, yeah. just been amazing. Same here, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, all, we all play. We're son. Because to be honest, I mean, you look at the stat. What they played seven games in December. Uh, seven goals. Three or four assists, I think, um, and some of the play in those games. You know, obviously there was the games the where the, the the Everton game and the Bournemouth game where they dominated, and he was still the star guy. But um, even outside of that, his performances have been just when you think he's as good as he is, as good as he can get, he seems to step it up a notch. Let's move on to the manager now. We got Nuno Nuno Santo for Wolves. They played six one four, drew one and lost one. Obviously, Klopp for Liverpool played seven one seven. Pellegrini played 7-1-5, lost 2. Pochettino played 7-1-5, lost 2. And Mauricio Sarri played 7-1-5, lost 2. Anyone want to chip in? I would give it to, and you're going to call my bias, I'm going to give it to Pellegrini because he's finally started to turn the West West Ham team around and we're starting to win games that we should win. There was a small kind of blip against Burnley, I feel, that was a that was not a good result, but we scored like three goals against Newcastle, three against Cardiff. We started scoring a lot of goals, and uh, I think five wins in the in the month of December is is a great return. Some of the best form in the league. Um, I just hope that we can carry it on to, into the uh, new year. I feel to give it to you know Santo. Right. Come back to me on that. I'll tell you why. All right, go on. Hey, you know what? Well, the easy one to look at is Klopp, obviously, playing 7 mm-hmm. 1 7. Yeah, but. And then undef- again, this is undefeated, undefeated, isn't it? Undefeated season. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's it was at the time. Yeah. <laughs> undefeated. It's who yeah. they've been playing in that, so. I don't know. They've not. In that time, they didn't have so many tough ones. I think they just had the Arsenal in that. Uh, Arsenal, know. obviously, yeah. So that was December. So um, they were the only real tough one, apart from that. Yeah. Actually, no, they played United in that as well. Yeah, it wasn't they tough did. at that time though. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, they did United a favour <laughs> so, but in terms of who I would give it to I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to Pochettino you know uh, he played 1-5 drawn 2 uh, lost 2 but in that time he they've been banging in goals for a job like, they've entertained in football they've been just scoring goals for fun so I'm giving, I'm giving it to Poch okay then you come back to me who, who was one of the teams Poch lost to Wolves and Wolves also beat Chelsea. These are harder games. West Ham did well. I would give it to Pellegrini because I. I'll give it to Pellegrini over Pochettino because it's the five and the but two. But I'm giving it to Nuno because I think West Ham did well, but the teams who were playing one mm. really big test. Can't Whereas with Nuno, for them, no. Chelsea and Tottenham were yep. bigger teams. Mm. So out of I think he drew one, which was yeah. Uh, he won. Four, he won four. He's only played six. Four. One four. Drew one and lost yeah. one. Whereas and the one he teams, lost, it's like a five and then two losses. And but his. Wins were big. Or well, two and of the wins, Chelsea and Tottenham. His loss was against Liverpool, which is not a thingy. Okay, that so was then, wait, but by that then, shouldn't you bring then um, Club Buellen? Beat Chelsea, beat Man City. Yeah, but then how many team, how many games did he lose in that month? And who did he lose to? Man, he beat two, he beat two yeah, big teams. No, 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 no. He beat no, two no, big bro. teams, didn't it? No, but you picked your guy. No, 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 no. No, I'm just you, saying from your reasoning. What because you're I'm saying, sure you're the one that's piping about him being sacked. He's going to still get sacked, man. So I wouldn't make him manager of the pub. Nah, nah, my guy. Like, you can't even look at that. Because like Ben said, and what I agree with, you look at the teams he beat, 
like in those in those wins, there was a, a, the Chelsea and, and Tottenham in there. The team he lost to was Liverpool, which obviously no one expects them to beat Liverpool. Um, their one draw, I can't remember it was, Fulham. I, mean, I think the draw was a random one. It was a draw against Fulham, I believe. I, I think Santo, Santo's the clear winner there. Like yeah, I say, yeah, I'm giving it to Santo as well. Those two wins, yeah. plus, and like I say, all right, the Fulham one was a bit of an anomaly. It was still a draw, which can happen. I think, yeah, for me, Santo's the guy. All right, so now we'll go through to the actual review of the teams and they're halfway through the season. Um, starting at the top of the table, let's start with the top three. We've got Leicester, uh, Liverpool. We've got Liverpool, City and Tottenham. So obviously you start at the top, Liverpool. They've had a fantastic, fantastic season up to now. Uh, to the halfway stage, obviously that's what we're doing. It's a half, halfway yeah. Unbeaten, yeah. So that's their highest ever tally. Uh, just beating teams. Well, not it's not the the swashbuckling way that they were doing last season, where they're just gung ho and going for it. They're a bit more conservative, but they've just been still scoring, winning games, and yeah, they've just been like City raised the bar, and Klopp has shown that you know he can match that bar, and even well, not just match it. He's gonna he went above them. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah Liverpool, they've been immense. I mean. Uh, what you're saying about they're not as gong-ho as last season, I think that's a positive more than a negative because yeah, now they're winning games that they would have either sheets. drawn. Yep. They're just keeping clean sheets. There's yeah. games that, they, that they've won now that they would have drawn or drawn that they would have lost kind of thing. And yeah, they've, they've built that on that solid bedrock of defence. Um, and goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I is think, that goalkeeper really as good as everyone? No, I think he... No, yeah, is, is he really he, not? Because he's actually so. caught... He's, he's had a few fluffs that left, led to goals as well, though. But yeah. you saw it with Mignolet and Carrius. Oh, I think it, a good keeper in that final, for instance, um, against Real Madrid, it could be a different result. Um, I just think the, the, they're seeing the dividends from the money that they've gone out and spent. Again, yeah, let me go back to Barcelona. With the, when you have a good team... The defense, the goalkeeper, either either useless guy that came to Man United. Valdez, Valdez, Victor Valdez. He yeah. was rubbish, man. Yeah, he was. Because he was. 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 He if, if your team keeps the ball and the attacking most of the time, your defenders and goalkeepers are not going to do as much. And I think where you can say, obviously, Van Dijk has done his thing, yeah. him being there has like, stopped the ball, like shots and stuff getting through to um, to Alisson. If if this was, if Minnelli was still in goal, trust me, these guys will still be keeping, they'll still nah. be winning, they'll still be keeping. Nah, nah, I, don't I don't think, think as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not sure. Sure. It would no, no, and like to be honest, I think I can't remember. I was trying to look it up, and I can't remember where I got up to. But I mean, they're facing an average of something like four or five shots a game, like Liverpool, and that's that's not include that's that shots that he's saving, not block shots or or, or off target shots. Is it really Alisson so, on the team though? Because look, no, no, no. The last time he was at Anfield when he wasn't there, he conceded five. Didn't he? <laughs> So but, is it really is it really him or is it the team? No, but what I'm saying is like again, if you had a carrier facing those four or five shots a game, I think a couple more are going in. Whether or not those would have been whether or not they would whether it would, would have been four two instead of four one, I is don't it, know. Is but. it a concussed carriers or a normal carriers? <laughs> I think he's still concussed, you know. I'm not sure. I was really over there. I think he's still got that concussion, but 
No, obviously, I think Van Dyke has had a bigger impact than Alisson has. Yeah. But Alisson, you know, I don't think it can be underestimated. Because even even adding to that, they were playing with um, Gomez, centre-back. Mm. Gomez is mm. not a complete centre-back like that, so... Not yet. It's not just a Van Dyke or whatever, because Van Dyke can't do it by himself. Yeah, but that's, that's the I thing. I still think when, Gomez when is would... the second only two Van Dyke in that club. Like, I still think they're lacking in defence. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, yeah. when, 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 the, when the full team is doing their job, that it makes it easier for everyone else to do their thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, do he doesn't have much to do. Like, he's not. It's not like he's facing shots after shots after shots, and like he's having to make double saves or, or you know, he's being overly worked. But when they need him, he's there. And the same has that cannot be said for them over the last few years, over the last few seasons. Like I said, that's changing losses to draws and draws to to wins. So are Liverpool playing at full potential right now, a full level, not fully. You don't think they've not, fully, more? not, not like they were last season. The they, they, they've got better than they were in terms of the personnel they have, in terms mm. of the squad. Mm. But to everyone playing 100% the way they used to play, no. Okay, so how do they improve and can they win the league? I don't think I don't think they can improve because I think to improve in terms of an attacking sense sure? to improve leaves them more open. Like we were just talking about what they did last season. Obviously, sure? because certain players are not back like fully. Like Fabinho's been showing, but he's not fully still integrating that team. Naby Keita is still not there. I think he is now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not in the last three to four games, but Bino has shown himself. And how long is it going to be before, like, how do we know that that's not what he's doing now is not what he's going to do? Like, that's what I'm saying. How do we know that that's not him in the Premier League? Like, uh, when you've seen guys like Salah or Mane, all right, we know Mane could probably do better because of what he did last season. We could say Mane's not playing to his full potential. Mm -hmm. We don't know if that's Fabinho's full potential yet. You know what I think is a really underrated acquisition? Uh, Um... Then Shaheri. Shaheri, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he was a really good pickup. Um, mm. He's won in points where he's come on and, and yep. scored important goals. You know, um, so I think that's something that, that shouldn't go unnoticed um, on the attacking side of the ball. Because yeah. you talk about Firmino's been a bit quiet this year, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's good that they had someone like Shakiri who can come in and, and pick, pick up, up the points. Yeah. Is there any signings that you think they should have to, or like certain positions they should try to target? To improve, to make sure they do win the league, or maybe one more depend, one more centre back who they can rely upon as much as they rely upon Van Dijk. Well, I mean, not. if you take Van Dijk out of there, what about the best defender in the world, Lovren. He's <laughs> 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 yeah, not really, not really, no. He's the best defender on Twitter, bro. Like I say, I put him behind Gomez in there. In there, like yeah. if, you're, if you're stacking it up, bro. Centre back is the only place I think they can improve. Their fullbacks are amazing as well. I like yeah. how Trent and Robertson have really started to come through. Are they not in... Like, well, maybe another could, striker. Could, could, yeah, could they not have a uh, scenario where their players burn out? I mean, again, you've Especially got the likes of... Especially the front three, Firmino, Mane and Salah. You don't really... Sturridge gets to what, like, like, 10, 15 minutes coming on. They've got the, the champion, the people's champion, Lalana. He's got the <laughs> They've got Lalana, they've got Shakiri, they've got Origi. Mm-hmm. Um, these are guys who, again, they're not getting that game time and why would they be... But they do still have something to offer, especially playing bit parts. Um, like I say, they've still got Sturridge as well. Um, I mean, you could always do with more with more players, but in in terms of having a first eleven and having guys as backups, you're all right with those guys as backups. So you think they're going to win it? It's not. I think Liverpool win the league because I don't think they'll drop that many points against teams below them. Really, maybe some of the top six teams they have to play. Um, but I don't see him dropping points to teams outside the top six. I pray to God they don't win. <laughs> I just, 
I genuinely what hope. What is this beef with no one wants to be Liverpool to... Uh, Liverpool fans would be awful, bro. <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> fans would be awful. Where, 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 where do you work? Do you have Liverpool fans? Uh, yeah, there's one. He's actually. Uh, now nah, imagine he's Liverpool like winning the league. Complete Cockney geezer, but a massive <laughs> Liverpool fan. Um, he's actually a fairly nice. There's a few friends I have that <laughs> I would uh, hate to uh, see what would happen if if Liverpool dare win the league. But I like Liverpool as a as a club. Um, nope. Going to Anfield on like a European night is something like it's kind of like a bucket list thing. I think the atmosphere is probably one of the best in in football. Um, and yeah, they're such a big club, and to have never won the Premier League is is it's a bit of a travesty, really. Or it's not for everybody. It's the natural order of things. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, yeah, I'd rather that than Man City again. It's a two horse race as far as as far as I'm concerned. I don't see Tottenham. So turning to Man City, they they wobbled. They wobbled towards the end, which is obviously going to have a big impact on this midway season review. Um, and I guess, you know, you're saying you think Liverpool win it. Yep. Can Man City come back? Can Man City catch up? 100%. They've got the personnel. They've got the manager. They've got players that were mm. more influential for them last season coming back as well. So yep. that could also play a part. The only thing is this whole thing, which we've obviously discussed, is Fernandino. When he doesn't play. So what happens uh-huh. when they do lose someone like him? He's, well, he's, the only, he's their only weakness. Yeah, That's They it. can so lose anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is that there have been two weaknesses. One of them they managed to deal with without, but he's shown having no the Bruyne. They managed to just about... No, that's what I'm saying, but they've but got if, the depth. They've got the depth it, in that position. But if, um, if the Bruyne was there when Fernandinho comes out, I think they would still survive. I think they'd still be all right. Because Fernandinho nah. does... Don't you no, think no, the Bruyne he can, would... He can, he, can, he can drop and cover. He, not as good as Fernandinho. Not as good as Fernandinho does is un, unmatched. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. and and like, and that's the thing. Like, I'm saying the guys that they've got in the midfield are not slouches. I mean, you look at you look at Gundogan, like as well. Even he he played a couple games in that Fernandinho position, um, and he didn't do as good a job as as, as Fernandinho, oh, no. and that was only covering against like not even great teams. We're, we're talking Crystal Palace, and we're talking mm. um, Leicester. Leicester. And even, no, no, they came back for Fernandinho. So I think their Achilles heel is they do not have another, because their team is basically just split in half. They've got their defenders and Fernandinho and then everybody else is attacking. Like there is literally, there is not a whole lot of defensive defensive awareness in those guys because there doesn't need to be by the way they play. But that fulcrum, Fernandinho is that fulcrum, not only with his defensive capabilities, but turning defence into attack. And, you know, they've got a deep-lying guy who not only can he make tackles, he can spray the ball as well. So, I think, yeah, if they lose him, what is he? He's 33 now. Mm. That guy's 33 now. If they lose him again at any point in this season, then I think that's a KO for them. So, it's on an average. You don't... So, do you actually think they're going to... They can come back? I think they can come back. I easily think they can come back. Um, again, what is it? Four points in it now? Yeah, four points. Um, they, they can, can come, come back. back, but it's still Liverpool to lose. Yeah, it's Liverpool to lose I, the minute. Because yeah. of what they've shown in the, the past, like the, the finals they've lost, it, they just haven't got that winning mentality fully yet. They've got the personnel now, so... Oh, I think if they get a little bit of luck on their side, then they'll, they'll win it, and then that winning mentality will be win. there. I know quite, quite a few of these City players are different, but City have a... They, they have the know-how of taking all the points back like when they won it last that Aguero famous goal Aguero. they were 8 points behind for United at one point and then they clawed it back so 4 points and there's nothing really I've, they can do it given the manager and the players I would put City to win it still mm. obviously I thought Liverpool would be the ones to go in for it and now they've got the points 
I wouldn't expect them to drop points, but they will. Don't I know they will. It's only, it's only halfway, so it's still quite a while. But I think it, it comes down to, especially with both of these teams, if City go, how far they go in the Champions League? Because they're gonna, I think they will prioritize that over Premier League. Yeah, they'll prioritize and that. Liverpool will prioritize Premier League over Champions League. So I think when it comes to that, they'll yeah, that's that's where, true. That is true as well. Come. That is true. But I mean, so far, I mean, yeah, the the blips against Palace and Leicester were they were pretty bad. To be fair, for the teams that they lost and where those teams were at the time when they lost to them, uh, which has tarnished their mid season a little bit. But obviously, still a fantastic team. Um, they've got amazing squad depth and I think part of the reason they've got amazing squad depth is because Guardiola knows how to get the best out of each of those players um, it's not just a case of oh yeah they're all great they're all I mean you look at someone like Fabian Delph like you wouldn't see him in a top team but he still manages to get him into the team and he doesn't look out of place mm. a lot of the time <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he does sure but you know so and then you know you've got guys like Otamendi Stones is still not the finished article but no, they still not. look great in those teams because he knows how to play I think is the most important defender that they have Emeric Laporte uh, I think yeah, you think that as well don't you, you? Yeah. Yeah. you MK bro MK Paul, doesn't you believe that you know, uh, I think I think he is I think he is who did you pick over Laporte you picked Stones over Laporte Laporte over Stones bro I know Stones has promised but I think I think 70% of the reason he was bought was for was for homegrown because he's English bro if he'd come from any other country I'm not 100% sure that Quep Guardiola would put as much much faith and time in him as as he has I agree. Um, underrated on the ball, Laporte. Even though yeah. I think Stones is better, um, he's a bit of a liability defensively. I think. Although one for the that one point one two centimeters, he saved him. <laughs> he saved him with that centimeters. But um, okay, let's move it along to uh, to Tottenham. I think we've said all we can say about City. Uh, Tottenham, obviously, they've got to be the also runs in this race, right? They're not even in the conversation for for Storm. Oh, well, why not? It. It's I think Spursy, when they lose Son and um, in it's only for a few weeks, no? But the whole of, will, uh, the rest of yeah. January, isn't it? Bruv, if you, if they get threatened like they got threatened in that last competition, they're going all the way to the final again, bruv. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he'll be a big, big loss. He'll be a big um, miss for them. And I mean, their squad isn't the deepest mm-hmm. as it is, so um, they just need to kind of survive that period. And if they're still in the hunt after he comes back, then we can kind of have another conversation. I think we, there's maybe some. Some kind of scope for them to make a run, but I didn't see him any higher than third. But they they took them shoot themselves in the foot at the beginning of the season by not signing them. I, I just uh, didn't think they can't. Like, I just don't think that they have the money. They, yeah, they, like, they, they could. I think they could. Yeah, they could. But like, no, I mean with the, the way that the, the market, no, but they, they could be somebody else to fit into that because now looking at. They really, they really would have known that some was missing the beginning, but they would have known yeah, some, had, some is going away in January. They had more at the beginning. Yeah, that was basically so like a new signing. Yeah. Exactly. So what, what position are they looking for? Or what position were you looking to plug in at that time? But you just need strength and depth. As you said, the team yeah. is lightweight. Yeah. The only thing so that I see as lightweight is when Harry Kane isn't banging and he is now. Yeah, so. Again, he's but, but he's yeah. banging now. So until that happens, fair enough, that's a backup plan. But for now, what are they lacking? I don't see what they are really lacking. Even if even if Son's not there, Ericsson, Deli Ali. But that's Pop, the thing. Sometimes Lamella, just having those quality, those quality guys on the well. bench pushes push your, your main your guys first even team. better. Like we talked about in the Wolves game, when those guys they lost three one in the end. And what? When did they go down two one down in the seventy something minute? 
Who did he bring on? He didn't bring on anyone. He'd already brought. Uh, he'd already made his substitution. He'd already brought more on. Or did he bring more on just after that goal? There was nobody else. Like you know, in that case, maybe you want to bring. That's a case of going free at the back and bringing on an extra striker. Didn't, he didn't feel he could do that. Else. He didn't. Yeah. So I think, and I think there will be more of those kind of Wolves games that will stop them from winning the league. Like I said, they've got a fantastic first eleven. They've got some good guys sitting on the bench, but games like that and. Not being able, not being able to replenish when you when you're chasing the game, and still being in competitions like FA Cup and Champions League, that's going to hurt them further on in the season. So they're looking cemented at third, or I don't even know if they're not cemented yet. at third. It's not yet, not yet, at best not yet. third. I think again, I think it'll be tight between them and Chelsea. Like there might be a couple of switches during the rest of the season. They're the most likely. They're more consistent than Chelsea are, and even when they do play badly, they've still picked up results. But I think there might be a couple more stumbles along the way. But, you know, it's their best season since whenever. I don't know how long. And I think no matter what happens, it's going to be like a, a, a successful season for them as a team. But they're not bringing home the Premier League. So well, I'll say bringing it home. It's never been there. But Moving from Tottenham, then the fight for fourth place. Chelsea, Arsenal, United. Um, yeah, the way you guys sound in Tottenham are part of that fourth. They'll dip in and out. They'll dip in and out, but they'll probably. I think. I think they'll. Because the, do what, the point difference between Tottenham and Chelsea is four. So technically, Chelsea. I don't know. If we think City can still do it, then Chelsea United should still could do still it. be third. You, you guys don't think they'll they'll drop out of the top four? Do you? Who Tottenham? No, they won't drop no. out of top four. No, 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 not what, out of top what? four. <sighs> I don't know. But like, say for instance, it becomes a different, it becomes a whole different conversation if, uh, depending on that Spurs-United game that happens next, if United were to win that, then it becomes a whole different conversation. Um, So then it's possible. Then it's possible, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is possible. But in terms of... Because technically they'll lose on for that game then, yeah? Yeah. 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 So... They've lost their secret record. I don't think, does Harry Kane, he doesn't have that great record against United, does he? Harry Kane. He's Harry Kane, man. He scored against everyone. Yeah. <laughs> league, so. Scores when he wants. No one's safe. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, looking at Chelsea, again, Chelsea are too inconsistent to... And that's the problem. I think Chelsea could take third place, but they're like you don't know what Chelsea team you're getting, especially in the last month or so. It's been looking at... Well, obviously, this is Semi's first... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. First first, season. yeah, yeah. How's he done with Chelsea? Is he... Are they playing his way or not yet? I don't know. Are they any better than they have been in pre- seasons previous? He hasn't used the team effectively. I'll use that because, for example, playing Kante where he plays and mm-hmm. even in the end with mm-hmm. having two strikers, you don't use any of them because they're not been scoring. He's trying to play his way but the players he's got He's still not got what he wants. Exactly. Yeah, still not I wouldn't say he's not got because it's early. Still need to check out the team but he had players who could play well certain positions but he chose to do it his way mm-hmm. but that's why he's the one effectively because he's got good players but they're not in their right position I think they, they live and die by Hazard really so if he has a bad game but one stat I saw which surprised me they've made the most passes in the Premier League this season more than Man City um, sideways uh, but like it's, yeah, it's weird but yeah like, but that's what they, they're trying to but do you don't watch them and think oh they dominate games yes it's that's weird it. you that's, don't, that, you that's, don't. That's, that kind of surprised me um, was it Jorginho didn't he have that start of didn't he make that 80 most, most, most passes, passes in a Premier League game yeah. ever Ever. and most of them were sideways because he plays that like Regista kind of defensive playmaking role deep line playmaker which is the key to what Sarri wants to do but then I think uh, in the same way I've said about Pep Sarri Sarri has a problem where 
he will always try and play through teams. And again, Guardiola overall has a better quality of players. So 90% of the time he can play for a team and then there's another 10% where he won't be able to play through. Whereas with Chelsea, you're only looking at 60-70% of the time they can play for a team. And if that doesn't work, they just keep doing it. There's no, there's no kind of plan B there for them. And like you say, I don't think he's got all the players he wants playing the way he wants. So, you know, you look at something like the South... I mean, obviously, Keeper had a great game against Southampton, but they can't switch up the style. Um, and again, yeah, for me, the Kante thing, um, I think playing him in his natural role would have picked them up some points where they've lost them. Um, I would say Jorginho is more versatile than Kante, which is not a bad thing. Kante is a specialist in his role. I would be playing Jorginho where he plays Kante. I'd switch the two of them round, and I think he would be able to do more. Um, no, I'm not sure about no? that, though, because the role that Jorginho plays, you need to be a playmaker, and Kante isn't that. He's a... But can you play a playmaker role slightly more forward? True, but the... It's his system. It's he the plays key a 4 to, three, yeah. three as well, so for... Jorginho to work, he has to sit in the middle. He has to sit he's an anchor. He has to so unless he's playing a four-two-three-one, kind of like Pirlo role. How it is now, it yeah. doesn't work. But that's his system. Yeah, that's, that's one yeah. It's kind of point in the middle. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like, but Kante play with good. a couple of you can't, yeah, systems. You, like, yeah, you can't. You know, why not try a four-two-three-one? Why not like again? There's there's no plan B there. But then that would be the downfall. If they what, what he's looking at, they're trying to buy someone at the moment. But if they don't actually sort this problem out, they will get teams like United or Arsenal. Yeah. Going past them. Or Leicester beating them. <laughs> but um, again, for, for his first season, it's good. I mean, they're playing with some renewed vitality. Like I say, it doesn't look like they're dominating games, but also they're a bit more interesting to watch now. I guess just to see what he's doing with them, um, like the players he's brought in. No, I prefer the Conte Chelsea. They're more interesting to watch for me. You reckon? Alonso play. was on fire, you know. Moses was on fire. But that's the thing as well. Like you look at that, like a guy like Moses. Moses. Mm. Exactly, Moses is okay, gone. Like, there's talk of Moses yeah. going to Palace. Yeah. There's talk of Moses oh, going to he Palace. Been all this time? Has he been but that's it because he doesn't fit into Surrey's system. But you've got a player there who you know mm. can make an effect. Yeah, test some stuff out, and you know. So I mean, aside from a striker, what else? What else do they need? First thing is a striker. Obviously, That's like the top of the thing. list, top of the list. That's the main thing in terms of the other players. Or they need their strikers to start playing. In terms of the other players, I'd say another attacking mid. Mm. Well, they have one. Who? Barkley. Now they have um, Hudson Adai. Yeah. No, he's a winger, isn't he? But he's, he's like, an attack, attacking, attacking guy. No, but they've got William, they've got Pedro, they've got Hazard in that position. That's why yeah. he doesn't play. And, and Moses. He's you young, know. so. But yeah, I'd say attacking mid. Attacking mid. And that's the thing. They've got Kante, he'll keep playing because of his name and everything. He holds to it. Mm-hmm. But they need a real attacking mid. He's not an attacking mid like that. He can move around slightly because he's very agile, but that's not his forte. Not at all. Uh, what we're saying as part of as the rear guard, um, they all set defensively. I mean... And they're dodgy, man. David Luiz, one minute he's having a worldy, next minute... He's, he's hot at the moment, though, I would say. Oh. He's hot yeah, at the moment, fun. very Rich hot at the moment. Form, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Rudiger. I think Rudiger goes a little unnoticed. I think Rudiger is. I would say Rudiger's their best defender. Yeah. Um, like I say, the inconsistency of Luis like counts him out. But Rudiger's their best defender. But he does it in a quiet way. They still got what's his name, Christiansen. Yeah. What happened to that dude? Is he injured or what? Because like he, he started, he started, he started though, but he like started playing. Off. He was playing in the, at the beginning of the season. Well, he starts off well, but I don't know. He just he he, he has good games outside the league. He comes back to the league and then. You know, all of a sudden he's not playing as well as he should do. Yeah. 
Um, fullback. Fullbacks are fine. Alonso is good. Aspelicueta is good. Yeah. It's just it's just how the team has been playing. It doesn't. I don't know. Just I think it leaves them a little unbalanced sometimes, having probably the best defensive fullback in the league and one of the best attacking fullbacks in the league. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's a bit uh, lopsided. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit lopsided. But um, yeah, Alonso is uh, is is uh, I, I don't know. He's not really even a defender to me. He spends most of his time outside the opponent's box, and he's got it an does. amazing left peg. Um, so that's where they're sometimes a bit vulnerable. But um, I really like Azpilicueta. Okay, so then move down. To Arsenal. Arsenal. No hope, man. They come in for finishing sixth. <laughs> oh, even lower. But no, they're finishing. Outside of those, the chase for fourth, they've got no hope. They yeah. started off well. That 22 unbeaten, properly massive. It's carrier bag. Master over their, their troubles. They like they went there, new manager bounced, well, new manager smell. <laughs> and then thinking, yeah, they were new, they were back, they could ta- challenge for stuff. But no. <laughs> they still crap. That different. That has been shown in the last week's thing. Like Liverpool game, that they got battered. Five <laughs> one, just tripped down memory lane. The, but nah, they they I've got no. Just yeah, they're back to back to the usual rubbish. But um, can they make fourth? No, no, no. Who's more likely to steal fourth from Chelsea, Arsenal or United? United have a better chance than Arsenal. Arsenal are on the slide. They're not consistent. They're not gonna. They can score goals, but they've mm-hmm. got the issues with their team is, and I mentioned this earlier on in the pod. Uh, Lacazette and thing don't don't they don't play well together, and that's a bit of an issue. But then the biggest issue though is their defense. Their defense and the midfield don't really they get away with individual stuff, but then as a team collectively they concede a lot. Yeah, the defense. All right, so framing it in a different light, how well are they doing considering new manager, new system, new players? How well are they doing as a team okay. on the comeback? Like we said about Chelsea, obviously, sorry, first they, half they, of the season. They're stuttering in the sense that Emre has sussed out the team, noticed this player works with that player, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So he changed, like before he wasn't playing Torreira, he got Torreira and realised actually he is that good. Um, dropped Lacazette, brings Lacazette on when he needs him and he scores goals, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then. He goes back and then he plays both of them again. You know, so he is like he, he steps takes a, a couple steps forward and takes another maybe five steps back. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, do you I'm think? Both. Do you sorry with Lacazette coming back in and playing Aubameyang and Lacazette? Do you think he genuinely thinks that that works, or he's trying to keep both of them happy? Because I don't because. Happy. The whole Lacazette coming on as a sub thing was working very well, but all of a sudden he's starting again, and you can see his face when he gets subbed off as well. He's he not looking happy. Off. Do you think there's a little bit of uh, um, I need to keep Lacazette sweet so we don't lose him? I think you're just trying to keep the camp happy, but it's not yeah. like it. Oh yeah, obviously it's to not, make sure there's a good not, mood. It's not, it's not. And, and yeah. that's the, you know what, I don't think um, you know, Emery knows. Number one, he doesn't know the Premier League and number two, he doesn't know the players. And that's why he keeps what they, they're what, only one, only led uh, once in the, at half-time and then he does all these changes and changes stuff. Because he mm. keeps underestimating what the game is going to be like, and then realizes shit, he's fucked up. Now nah, let's change it around, and then he gets then he gets out of jail. He doesn't know what he's doing yet, so it's going to take them a lot longer. He seems the most adept at trying out different ways to play, changing formations, and getting something out of his team. But that's 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 why I think it's part of his downfall because he keeps changing things. Mm. It's actually a change in a game which is actually affecting the tactical formation of his team to get to win. Team. Yeah, yeah. 
he needs to have a set team ready. Mm-hmm. To I mean yeah to go first team, eleven. Look at Liverpool, you know that first eleven that keeps dishing it out. Mm. So mm. not mm. dropping Urzel for however long and then okay he's in and now oh god the the German wizard's back the next game he's on the bench again. Mm-hmm. You have a system that works with them or you don't or yeah yeah. is our main striker. You're on the bench. If you're not happy, fair enough. This is what we're doing. We're winning games this way. Because even sometimes there will be. I look at things like, why is this dude playing? But he does well for them. Yeah. He gets a lot of the assists and whatnot. So I personally would say, why is he will be playing? But when I watch him, like, he's put him in there for a reason and he's doing the job. So stick with that. But then. He's put Mkhitaryan in sometimes and Mkhitaryan's done nothing. But his personality says he'll do better than, for example, he will. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you were to look at it on paper, you choose Mkhitaryan. Sometimes. But yeah. But yeah, so you think by now, though, he should know his first 11 formation? He should know enough not to do the same mistakes. Start with that, bring back those mistakes he had before. Okay. If he gets rid of that, maybe he makes a couple of signs, especially in defense, because the defense looks terrible. I mean, if yeah. they're like the main thing, oh, our centre back, we're missing Holden. Holden is not anyone <laughs> to be missing. He should be someone sitting on the bench just if you need him. So if that's your main centre back problem, then you need a new centre back. So all right, centre back definitely one, maybe even two centre backs just to round out that squad. There, I think they need a winger as well. They don't have any proper wingers. They don't have any out and out wingers. So they need. So they need to, you're talking about like a They need to a better Iwobi. <laughs> <That's a lot laughs> he's not. Iwobi two point oh. He's not good enough. He's not. But that's the thing. Iwobi is not the best. Mkhitaryan is not doing the job. You got Ramsey who believe in soon anyway. Like, and they don't have a proper winger. So if, even if you wanted someone that. Um, wanted to give you that whip and put in the ball you're thinking of Kolasinic mm. who's a mm. left back or you're thinking of Bellerin who doesn't really play anymore but so then wouldn't they need a wing at each side just to keep it balanced they need something <laughs> they, they need, need two wingers they need exactly the, the way they're set up they don't actually have the personnel to do mm. or change the team that well to have a wide team they're all coming through more or less the middle yeah so yeah. Wolby or whoever they're all so midfielders branching out so it's not really effective Leno and Czech as their keepers, they're good there. Yeah, Leno. Czech needs to go. You don't like you don't bring Leno. No. I like Leno. I like Leno. I like he's, he's, he's okay, but he's not. He's like a Minulay or, or Carius, I think. He's. I think he's a step above. He's a step above. He started off well, but he's had yeah. a few shaky things. Few because things. he's got a he good a... defense, man. Yeah. Around him, what can he do? No, what? No, like the game against Southampton, that had nothing to do with the defense. He ran out for no reason, then realized, "Fuck, I fucked up." Run back and then yeah, that happens. let the shortest guy on the ball head the ball past you. That happens. Come on. Like I like I like Leno. Like he was he was a good uh, he was a very good player at Leverkusen, Leverkusen and he yeah. consistently had like because they had a terrible defense, but he was consistently one of the top guys in terms of uh, shot save to shot ratios and percentages and things like that. Um, I think he I think he'll go on and get. But I think he's still doing well. Like I say, he's got a much weaker. He's facing a much weaker. Uh, he's behind a much weaker defence than most of the other teams we've talked about now or all of the other teams we've talked about I think you put him in any one of those teams he fits so I think they're alright with keepers but yeah wingers and defenders is what they need alright now let's move on to the biggest team in the world Real Madrid I think it's okay so United United obviously in terms of personnel needed they needed a new manager which they got <laughs> number, number I don't one. think they got. Yeah. A new, well, they did get a new manager, but they just got replacements. Someone should just sit <laughs> yeah. down and hold the ship. 
Study no, it. No managers better than Mourinho. That's what they pretty much. Right, let's not be silly. Like the guy is still one of the most decorated managers, and no. he's still a top he manager. Just, he just doesn't have a job. What do you mean? Team? No, that, that is it, a fact. I'm not yeah, giving yeah, an opinion. No, 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 it's back in the day, isn't it? He's done. Not back he's in done. the day. No, he, four years ago. <laughs> yeah, he was good. Mourinho back, good back in the day. He's not cut out for this. Time. Yeah, okay. this uh, you know, you know, this is not about Mourinho. Let's yeah, this is yeah, yeah. So obviously, it's been a. It's it's quite Tell weird me. because the you know talking about these top five teams, they're all teams that have been doing very well, but a couple have had the odd slip here and there. Uh, it's been a very mixed bag of a season for them. Um, I mean, their goal difference is looking healthy and respectable now, but as as recently as three weeks ago, still, it was plus still, one. It's still looking shoddy. Not much has changed since Solskjaer has come in in terms of shape and personnel. I mean, he's done a little bit of rotation in terms of centre backs and injuries. Um, he's tested a couple of things out in midfield. Obviously, Lukaku was wasn't there. Uh, Sanchez, but Sanchez has been out for ages, so doesn't really count. Um, yeah, it just seems like they're just playing with more vigor. It's freedom. Like clearly, the United players they they, they put down tools for the manager. Now they're free to go. They're showing up. They're doing their thing. But one thing I've noticed with United, they're not. They still have the defense. The defensive issues are still there. So in terms of the players that they need, they need a. Right back, definitely, because Valencia's terrible and Dallo's too inexperienced. They need uh, someone to compete in centre defence and they need to sell either Smalling or Jones. They, <laughs> sell them both. Why not both? Well, <laughs> I was just sell one now, sell the other in summer. Yeah, in the summer, but, yeah, um, you don't want to leave yourself yeah, short. Yeah, so you, you, like, Bailey's is good, but he's rash. Rojo, he's good, but he's injured all the time. And Lindelof, he's showing that he's getting better, but he's just not. He needs, I don't he know, needs someone. He needs some, somebody there that's been there and done it. He he works much better him. with an experience. Yeah. Uh, you know, at Benfica and for his national team, he's always had an elder statesman beside him. And I think maybe this was too soon for him to be the elder statesman. Okay, um, so you're saying how many players then? That's basically how many I'm, positions? Centre back, right back, central mid. Defensive mid, defensive, uh, defensive mid to because Matic again, Matic is seeming a renaissance. That's something, but I don't think they need to do that. Not in terms of January to help with the mm. positioning, but they're going to finish. I don't think they need to target for that position. I think just right back and and centre back. They're the only mm. two positions they need to go for. Cent- that mid can be in summer. Okay. If I look at the team as it is, I would if I was to pick um, pick a position that United would need, it would either be defensive mid. Most likely defensive mid. That's my first thing. Because mm-hmm. the game always starts from the middle. Yeah, 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 the middle. yeah. That's yeah, important. Yeah. Especially if Matic gets injured, then what? That's vital. Because there's no replacement. Right yeah. back, I know Dalo is new and he's young. You've got Liverpool using young players. Tottenham using young players. He's good. I've seen what he's doing now. And also he young is there to... He's good. Yeah. And on the left, you've got Shaw. In the middle, we've got like five centre-backs. They need to, they should, they're able enough to do a job. If they've got the right cover from a defensive midfield, they should be all right. You look at the midfield, you've got Pogba, you've got Fred, you've got Herrera, you've got mixtures, you've got Pereira even playing that position sometimes. Up top, Sanchez, Martial, Rashford, Lingard, they're fine up top. So, defensive mid, that's the only position if they were to get someone now, just as cover. Because when it matches goals or he's injured, you're finished. More or less will be finished. No one else can take that position properly. Unless you're on Filandino then. So it's like the, like the City issue, basically. Yeah. But as it is now, the way the team is going, the way this fixture list comes up, especially for Arsenal, they've got, I think, Arsenal got two big teams. I think they've got, um, United only have Tottenham, and Arsenal have, I think, Chelsea 
and wait in what time frame are you looking at West Ham Chelsea January. oh in January and yeah. Man City yeah so they may drop points there so Man United can go up the table or get close enough to make a difference besides Tottenham game the rest of the game should be easy enough but alright so looking at it though obviously one of Mourinho's biggest fears was the fact that he didn't want to let his players go because um, it, because the defence wasn't because the defence wasn't stable enough for him to trust his attackers um, obviously I think it's going to come down to games you know it's going to come down to head to head games you know the Tottenham games the Liverpool games the Arsenal games whatever whatever um Surely there there may be something to be said for that because we've all just said like and yeah United have been going forward and free scoring in the last three or four games but they've not really been up against anybody I mean Tottenham's going to be their first real test um, but you're looking at a team like if Tottenham turn around and do hurt them and it does end up being some kind of loss or some kind of drubbing and you've got other teams like Everton or Leicester that can pop up and do something against you um, does it look like maybe that the free flowing all attacking should be a little bit curbed to, for defensive stability. Well, we will get to that after in a bit in saying Leicester and Everton are the consistently inconsistent. <laughs> so, yeah, but if you hit them on one of their consistent days, yeah. then... That's if it. they're consistent, like, they'll be inconsistent <laughs> not to win that game. But I think United, with what you were saying, United have enough attack. So in terms of the other teams like that, mm. the best just option now, we've them. seen enough from Marina to say, you know, just keep going at it. Do what City used to do. Just get more goals than they do. That's yeah, enough to win the game. 4-3 is always that's better it. than 1-0. No, so. That's it. Um, in terms of the Tottenham, that's yet to see. I want to see if it's going to be a different... You know, some sort of tactical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't play 3 at the back because that's always a downfall. When you try and play that 3 at the back against the team, you think, I need to be classy against And then they wipe you over. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I, I don't know. But obviously, the way the table is shaped, United could make top four. What do you think of the United team this year? I'm. I think you see a real change when when Oli come into um, come to fruition and Although he did have some, team. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, true. But those games under Mourinho, like he didn't play like that. So um, it was it was good to see. I like kind of seeing everyone smiling and happy, and it just seems as if the atmosphere is a bit different around the club now, which mm-hmm. is which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of going forward, I'm not sure. I think there's four teams competing for third and fourth, as we mentioned earlier. I think um, Tottenham are going to fall into this pack of four. Um, but it's just whether when Solskjaer is being tested against a good team, how they do. That's yeah. it. That's, all, it's That's how they how they perform against top ten teams, teams in the top ten, because teams in the bottom half of the table, they've got the quality. And I think now kind of the, the chemistry to win those games but mm, the, mm, the teams mm. in the top half where you're going to be you tested to a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. Can they, play, can they not play well and win games? That's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Uh, they were tested against, obviously, when I was coming to this, into the second half of the thing, Newcastle, which yeah. they just about got through. But I think against, yeah, against some of the bigger teams that are against, yeah, that, best game, that, Spurs coming up. I don't see United winning. It just, I want to see them giving a, full, a good attempt. But that's it. If they're not going to win those games, they they're probably not in that top four conversation. No, but that's the thing. I think they will still catch more points in the second half of the season than Arsenal will. And then it's will Chelsea dropping up points, and Mm -hmm. they're showing that they're not they're not the greatest as well. So it's going to be who's the 
just like the ones below, who's the most consistent out of them? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's going to be who's the most consistent out of those four. Looking at the consistently inconsistent, as we like to call them, uh, you've got Leicester on 31 points all the way down to Brighton on 26. Um, so, yeah, Leicester obviously leading the way. Um, mixed bag of the first half of the season, but apparently not good enough for Claude, Claude Puel's job not to be under scrutiny. Um, how do you think they've done? And I guess, how do you think he's done? You know what? It's got to put on two things there. In terms of, um, in terms of the actual pitch stuff, Mm-hmm. They have, yeah. I can actually understand why uh, fans are getting a bit impatient with him. I can, I can understand that because how can you be one time beating Chelsea and Man City, but then losing to Cardiff or other rubbish teams? That I know you're inconsistent, but they're the they're the ones that frustrate fans even more. Fans wouldn't mind losing to I don't know. You support West Ham, so would you rather lose to a bigger team and win the smaller teams, or you're not bothered which one you put? The thing is, we had a bit of that earlier this season where we lost our first four games. To be fair, we played um, Man City and Liverpool in that stretch, but then we beat Man United 3-1. And, shaking your head, it's uh, <laughs> thing I, I know, it's like you want to think that you can beat the, incons- the, the, the bad teams and then challenge the, the better teams, but um, I think the most important thing is just getting the points. They're seventh in the table and that is probably as high as they're ever going to go. So, like, they've, they've reached their ceiling, and fair enough, mm-hmm, they've, mm-hmm. There, are, there are games they've had where you can look back and you think, they should have won this, they should have won this, they should have won this, but all, when it's all said and done, if they're seventh come the end of the season, I think that's an amazing achievement, and as high as they'll, they'll ever go, yeah. in, as when the league is just competitive. But it's just, uh, yeah, just, but I just think, yeah, People measure them against not well. You want to do well against the bigger teams, but it's more you know, the smaller teams you want to do, and that's where he's letting them down. And those being inconsistent against those. I don't like you say like use those two games specifically as an example. He had pretty much the same sets of players out for both of those games. I think it was a slight tweak in formation. I think Morgan wasn't available for that game. I don't know if he's suspended or injured or whatever. So I'd say, was that not more down to the players than it was to the manager in that in that case? I don't think, like, I mean, I know he's done a little bit of swapping around and stuff like that. But again, that was a pretty much earlier when he was trying to find his form and trying to find his rhythm. Um, I think... Yeah, if, if, he'd, if he'd made wholesale changes in those games, you could kind of blame... You could blame him, but I think you've got to look at the players losing in the game, like against that game against Cardiff. And also, <clears throat> I'm not going to say no matter what 11 he puts out, but again, he had most of his strongest players out there. They should be able to get a result um, regardless of what he's done. Like he, Again, he didn't change it that much tactically. Maybe move from like a 4-2-3-1 to like a 4-3-3 or something like that. I'm not sure. But surely the owner should be on the players for, for losing that Cardiff match after they've won a, the, the City match. Same guys on the pitch, or like nine of the same guys on the pitch out of that eleven. I'll say, JV, So, if you were to look at your team and say, "What what position do you think West Ham need to improve on?" I really have a bone to pick with Pellegrini when <laughs> he plays Mikel Antonio right back. That, <laughs> literally, that is defensive suicide. Like today, Mikel Antonio is, is the right back for for West Ham and. 
he played, he picked up the ball in, in the centre of midfield. He turned around and passed it to, if he was there, where the right back of West Ham would be. And that was a Birmingham City player. And he just gave it to So he tried to pass it to himself. Yeah. Like, you're the right back. Uh, so I, I really, I like um, Zabaleta, but he's, he's ageing now. So I think uh, right yeah, back, right we've got, on the left, we've got Creswell and Masuaku and they both offer different options, so that's fine. Um, apart from that, I think a central creative player to complement uh, Declan Rice, who um, is an amazing ball, win- ball winner. And with some of the players that we have in the current squad, I just worry how long we'll be able to keep keep them for, because I think players like Declan Rice and Issa Diop are going to be real ballers in a, in a few years. Um, but someone... I guess someone like who we wanted Jack Wilshere to be, but he's perpetually uh, injured, so I'm not sure when when he's going to return. But like a creative central midfielder um, to complement like the Nazaris, and we have Anderson and. So I say you got Nazaris, so. But he's not. He so he kind of floats around, but uh, I'm kind of thinking of more like a, I don't know, like a Brooks, someone like that for for Bournemouth, um, someone who can. Uh, like can be box to box if if we need them to, um, but is quite comfortable on the ball and and passing forward, uh, which is quite important. Today, um, I don't think you saw the West Ham game, but there was a lot of uh, well yesterday, sorry, there was a lot of kind of sideways passing from from Nazarenes and stuff like that. Like we we need someone who can be a bit more direct. But don't forget, he has been banned for how long? Now? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He needs yeah. 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 to get back into the. Yeah, yeah, no. I agree. To wear off with I agree. Well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I think there's there's not much that we we need. We we were crying out for some money from the board, and we went out and we spent quite a lot of money uh, mm-hmm. uh, like this summer. Money and, well uh, spent, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely, money well spent. Um, and great manager in Pellegrini. So I just want us to. Uh, push forward and I know we're we're in the consistently inconsistent group but I just want some consistency like five wins in five wins in in December but a loss to um a loss to Burnley and again to yeah. Watford who have been a bit hot and cold Watford Themselves. is a game that we would go into and we think we can win this let's just hold in that seventh spot do you think you can take it there or <clears throat> you think um, tenth is where you'll be at I think we will be, I reckon we will finish between 8th and 10th. I think what's let us down this season is we don't have the easiest, um, we we dropped too many points in the early part of the season that we were Mm -hmm. always playing catch up. We were bottom of the league for for the first four weeks after losing our first four games. Um, And that has kind of set us back. Um, if we'd have picked up like two or three points even from, from those games and yeah, added it to what we had now story. yeah um, <coughs> it would be we would uh, if we had three more points we'd jump up to, to seventh position which is, is that uh, close? Yeah, yeah exactly I think you know the same sort of West Ham story can I call it that works for Everton because they've got a lot of good players now they've got a better yeah they've got a better but squad for some reason they've got well, a better squad out of all of these yeah. one point below one position below like, you heard what um Mr. Penn, Mr. Everton fan said about his team. Obviously, he thinks that even though they've changed manager, new manager, obviously, but the same points as Allardyce this time last year, <laughs> but they're still 
deluding themselves saying they're a completely better team. But I think but the I think are. I think the manner of the wins are better than the manner of the Allardyce win. Although to be fair, Allardyce had a couple of good wins. There was a there was a small point where Allardyce, Allardyce's Everton were were kind of flying. Tosin was in the goals and all that. Like, but I think as an Everton fan, I think he's more appreciative of the style of play, yeah. uh, even if it hasn't led to more points. Charlison's um, a baller as well. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. But he keeps playing in the wrong position. Yeah. It's hurting them. Yeah. It's really hurting them. Um, and like I say, Everton, because yeah, I mean, if everybody's playing to their full potential, Everton should be at the head of this pack. Um, Everton should be there in that seventh position. Should be on the heels of the top of six and yeah. fifth, yeah. They really should. Um, but now, you know, you've got Leicester and Watford and Wolves in those positions. And, aren't, you know, Let's take a look at Watford because Watford are another team that you know if they'd have been a little bit more consistent, they could be pushing. They it's, could be pushing United. They started the season flying. Yeah, like started they were what top four for a while yeah, for a then, good while. Yeah, then they just went from hot to just cold in the switch completely. <laughs> just which, I as I said, they couldn't keep that intensity up. That they when they started, they played with such intensity, also, closing like, down you've teams. You've got, you've got to look at the manager because that like why the hell would you success? Guy's useless, man. <laughs> he's trolling the pitch. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's but, trolling like, the he's pitch. Not, but he keeps playing. He keep, the other time he was playing him, and he kept dropping um, Dini and Gray. Yeah. I don't. Dini's made it work back, but Gray hasn't really made it back into the team, has he? No, no, not so all. Like, not all. And those two together as a link up. Yeah. Them two as a link up was sick. Like, um, but then again, Watford have had their own goal of the season campaign go in as well which yeah they've had some bangers banging goals in because so. they've got the guys like uh, you know Denefeu being in there and even Decore chipped in with, with what you thought was a goal of the month one time with, with teams with that kind of budget they've got well some of them have more like West Ham have recently and everything have, but they seem to have bought enough players in good positions so like you mentioned like in the strike position, you've got Gray you've got Dini you've even got success even though they shouldn't really be playing they've got enough players to do the job and for some reason they play some excellent games they sco- they've scored some brilliant goals but they can't keep them well they are inconsistently inconsistent in their game but it, it's just surprising they've got enough covering so that like again they can bring if, if somebody's not working they can bring somebody else in and hope that they do something like you say you know um, yeah but then the question like this is what do they all lack because Everton have the players West Ham have the players you know, they may lack, lack a position here and there, but that's not what's making them lose the game. I think, yeah, I guess tactically, they're not always on point tactically and the players aren't always consistent. <laughs> We're using that word. But the players are not always playing. To, and like I say, something like, you know, if you look at Everton playing Richarlison in the wrong position, if you look at Watford dropping Deeney to the bench when there's, when there's no need, if you look at Wolves um, not having enough... Uh, not, Wolves, you know, being too set, Wolves being too no set. Rotation. Yeah, that was yeah, it. No, no rotation. rotation. That's what I'm trying to look at. The first, I think you set a record with the amount. Of was it time eleven games or something same, like that? The same, same eleven. 11 yeah. yeah, and but to be fair, they they took points off Man City early in the season with yep. a good draw. Um, yeah, they uh, coming up from the Championship. They're always going to be the best of the of the three that that, that come mm-hmm. up. You, you imagine, mm-hmm. but yeah, they've cemented themselves as a uh, Premier League team again. And the thing is, and I guess for me as well, I think Wolves are come, kind of coming into their second coming, into their kind of second renaissance now, because I think, and a testament to, to Nuno, he realised what the problems were and he looked to, to fix them. That's the, I don't, up, I don't up, think he learned. I don't think it up until they lost the Palace. I think he got forced into that situation to, to actually learn. 
And I don't that, think was, that was by never being suspended. Then yeah, but, learned, and then yeah. that forced him to change stuff. And then he's led from that. But yeah, but I mean, like, like I say, yeah, no, before that, he wasn't dropping anyone. Um, but even even when Nevers got suspended, the the change he's made recently, which is playing his defender in midfield, uh, I mean, I think he's, he's a centre back that can also play as a, a central defensive midfielder. That Romain says, Romain, which yeah. I've said before, I think was a genius move. He could have gone to any one of his other midfielders and just plopped them in there until Nevers was back and ready. But I think he stepped back, took a look of it, took a look at it, and was like, "What do I need?" He could have put in. He could have, you know, he could have put in Morgan Gibbs White or something like that. He could have put in a player that similar skillful moving forward like uh, like Nevers does but he decided no let me take a look at it what do I need in that position what do I need in that space now to have opportunity and he did that and so now they're working from a bit more of a solid base defensively and their guys can still go forward and attack and I think they're going to keep I think they might see a little bit more consistency um, in the second half of the season which same can't be said for Bournemouth and I went with looking at Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah. say, I was critical of them at the beginning of the season. I, I said what I expected at Eddie Howe. Uh, you need to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. And he consistently losing. He, 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 he started off well. They yeah. start, they had a nice start to the season, but then yeah, they've just been floundering. and not doing much, and they've again. I know you're saying it's that the last what? Yeah, they had a bad run. Game, but... It's all big teams that they've lost that mainly lost against. But to me, that's again like. When you've got the basis of beating the smaller teams or the teams in and around you, then you need to start taking points from the other from the other teams, and that's what you should be looking at. So Bournemouth, that's what I was expecting from them, and yeah, Eddie Howe just he's kind of been let me well prove him I was right actually, not let me down, prove him I was right. I think the problem with Bournemouth now is those run of losses they're suffering. I think it's a lack of confidence now. I think it's just a lack of confidence, and if they can get that back, which is a big if then they'll be back on an even keel again. Um, I think I don't think the fixtures against the top teams bunch up quite as badly as they did in that first half. So they're not going to go for a run. Yeah, because they've got through those games. They've been doing the same thing for a while. When they play a game where they're still doing the same thing and it's not working, they don't know what to do. But they can... Yeah, but that's the thing. They've shown that what they do does work against the teams in and around them and below. Some teams in other world, they had in November, they didn't win one game. Four games straight off was in October. I think it was November. Yeah, but then, like so, I said, I mean, obviously the Newcastle game, that was a bad loss, but then the other ones were United, Arsenal, I think all these other teams, sure, they could make, like, with West Ham and Artovic, he got injured, so then he had Chicharito. They had mixes. Everton can decide to put um, um, Richarlison on the, the wing and then play Tosin or Carver-Lewin. That's a yeah. little bit of a change. Um, Bournemouth don't really do that. Well, that's why they've gone to Liverpool to their feeder club and bought... Um, Solanke Solanke well that's this is what I mean so this is where the, we might see a change but to be honest I think Solanke is the same as a king or as yeah, a yeah as a Wilson as a Wilson yeah but then you're, you're saying that you think he's the same we as a king or a, no no but king and Wilson work for them and alright in the times when they don't work then they can go to Solanke who's another guy where just hopefully when <laughs> option A isn't working option B will be if option B is not working then option C will be and if option C stops working go back to option A if all those options are in the same bracket then it doesn't make a difference Klein will be a good addition as well. Um, Gets over that coke habit. Um, I mean, yeah. wait, yeah, yeah, Klein. Yeah, I hope. I hope he stops appearing yeah. in love and hip hop as well. <laughs> Bruv, what was that? No, Klein. I think Klein is a good addition for them. He gives them. He offers them a lot going forwards. Yeah. Um, which I think is probably again what they need. And they are a bit shaky defensively. Like they, the I don't know if you saw the Watford game. 
free free first time. Well, I mean, it's free free with was it, it wasn't that Steve minutes. Cook's proudest game or something? <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, it was crazy. There were there was no defense being played at all. Um, so I think they they've got another striker. They get another defender. I'd expect them to finish like I don't know, probably around like eleventh, tenth. But I don't think they'll they'll go much higher than that because they're okay in the middle, right? I mean, they got yeah, oh, Fraser that's Brooks. Fraser Brooks, Cook, I think if Daniels, anything, they, they, they need to look at their defence. They need to get a few defenders here and there. Because yeah. that's the only position out they, they need, you know, a few players here and there. Yeah, because if you look at their defenders, like, is there any one of those defenders that you look at and they would be like, all right, that's the guy for Daniels them. is 32 and he's always playing, like, the left-back mm. position. And he's always conceding, like, so he's, he's not even, uh, yeah, he's, he's not even supposed to be, he's supposed to be in that position. He's, he's makeshift. So th- that's one position, definitely left back. I think centre back they've got decent. I mean, Ake's Ake's, well. yeah, you know, could be good. So maybe the the wing wing um, fullback positions they need to look at. But they've got Klein now, that should be something they could plug in. So then maybe left back. That's it. In terms of everywhere else, they've got enough players to do the job. But moving from Bournemouth to Brighton, we've put them in the in- inconsistent or consistently inconsistent group, but. I think they're where they should be. They're pushing above Who, their Brighton weight. and Bournemouth? Or no, just Brighton. Brighton. Brighton, Brighton are where they Brighton, should be. They're, they're pushing above their weight. So, <laughs> so, so they, they are. They're, they're, they're doing because great. Because uh, come end of season, they'll probably end up being 15th or something. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, 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 so, they'll escape relegation, yeah. but they won't cover themselves in any glory. Even then, they'll... Well, obviously, this is just not... That, that they, is glory for them, though, to be fair. They so just be... Survive relegation. That after is, what... glory for them. No, I don't think... I it's glory, but... I don't think it's glory. From what they've managed so far this season... Um, like I said, they are insistent, but I think 15th for them, yeah, considering how well they've done up to this point, I think 15th would be a bit of a disappointment for them. For, but for a lot of teams, so staying in the Premier League is Isn't, yeah. a trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and that's and, fair and enough. And I think maybe Brian might fall into that group. Like, we don't want to get relegated, we're not making any huge signs. Yeah, but what's the, what's the magic number? Was it 30 points, 33 points? What's the magic number they oh, say to avoid relegation? 40, 40 oh yeah, 40, sorry, not 33, yeah, 40, 43, so 40 points. This year's going to be a lot lower than that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I reckon it will be. But I think, and again, I think where they are right about now is where they should be happy being. I think, again, they're 13th now. If they drop to like 15th, 16th, even though they've avoided relegation, I think, you know, if you look at the likes of who's below them, Palace, Newcastle, Burnley, Cardiff, uh, if we're talking about teams that are not in relegation... I don't think they should be happy with any of those teams overtaking them. No. Maybe Palace, but I don't think they should be happy with any of those teams finishing above them, which would need to happen for them to finish 15th. But in terms of Brighton, do you think they need anyone in particular? You've always mentioned a striker. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah. This, yeah, and Like I said, I don't think he's a bad striker. I just think they rely too much on a guy who's like 72 or however old he is. Yeah, but they've got enough strikers. And Donny has been playing recently. And Donny, but he's coming into form now, and I, so I think they should be integrating. And they've been keeping Glenn on the bench, so yeah, and that's what I think they should be doing. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of a transfer, in terms of a transfer, I think they're pretty good defensively. Duffy and Dunk uh, uh, are solid guys. Um, even Bruno, Bruno's a bit of a he's like their version of Louise. He can be hot or he can be cold. Um, Bernardo, they've got their little winger, their little fullback there who can do some good stuff. I think they need a bit more creativity in a central midfield role. I think last year, Pascal Gross was that creative player. Yeah. I'm not really sure what, what's gone on exactly, but he's just not really providing as much as he did at no. all last season. Like, the same really as uh, Knockout. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not really sure if it was like a change of formation or I know Chris Hewton switched it up, but I feel like Gross has not been effective as he was last season. Yeah, so yeah, so other people have kind of been picking up the the slack, but But, I think Gross is a is is a good player, but just not being so well utilised this uh, season. Yeah. In any case, I think Brighton, we will see probably end up there between 13 and 15. I don't think they'll go any higher. But I can I, see them I, going lower to maybe 15th. Yeah. Well, like I say, yeah. I think they should be aiming for where they are right about now at the moment. Um, I don't think they'll move much because I don't think two. I don't think two teams from below them will overtake them. So I don't see. I think only Crystal Palace will. Crystal Palace to, probably. If Crystal Palace overtake they've them, they've got a better squad. They do have Palace. a better squad. Newcastle yeah. can overtake them as well. I'm not. Newcastle have the potential too, yeah, but I think but I they, think they the way the, the seasons have gone so far, Brighton shouldn't let them with their inconsistencies being to an even greater degree. Um, but then, I mean, let's look down there. We've got Palace, Newcastle, Burnley, and Cardiff for all kind of the guys that are, they're not in the relegation zone, but they're looking over their shoulder. Um, yeah, Palace should You can add them there. to that group Southampton, Fulham, and Huddersfield. Yeah, I mean, we can add them to that group. We can look at all of them like that. Um, yeah. Palace. Palace are getting dangerous. I mean, they've they've kind of turned they've turned it around now a little bit. Only one one positive for Palace that they can win now without Zaha, but yeah, they're still yeah they're still they're a going lot from of... one game winning one one thing and then to the next game they're going to probably lose to again again now Cardiff or they'll lose to Fulham or, or, the thing, or something when they like lose, that. They lose to their rivals rather than they'll beat some of the top teams, but they'll lose to the guys to, around them. You want to beat the people yeah, around you and lose to the thing. top teams. Don't yeah. want to yeah. in those ones. You don't want to no. They'd rather not beat Man City yeah. than beat Cardiff. Yeah, maybe, exactly. But, yeah. I will be amazed if Cardiff stay up. Um, I do actually have a bit of a soft spot for Neil Warnock. I, <laughs> I just, I just like he's just such a like happy go lucky guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's now like, he's, he's, he's very uh, kind of you know. Talks I'm just his, happy to his be mind, here. Talks his mind, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. straight talking guy, and um, I think they're probably. One of the worst squads in the maybe the worst squad in the, what, in the league. Yeah, they're more in the league field. in the league now. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're more yeah. Huddersfield, I think. Yeah, um, it's true. I think a team like Fulham shouldn't have should have no real business in that being area. down there. Mitrovic is is like they're, they're actually scoring lots of lots of goals. I Mitrovic, think Mitrovic, they've got good Mitrovic has well. had the most shots out of anyone in the uh, in the league this season. Uh, it's just they're so leaky that. They when they win games they win for again, like, well, kind of the same with Tottenham they didn't buy no one which is kind of hurting them the Fulham because Wait, they, spent, Fulham. they bought too oh, many oh, people oh. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah that now hurt them yeah 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 again and it's kind of the thing that like with West Ham at the beginning of the season I think the reason mm. West Ham lost those games was they bought too yeah. many guys in trying and were trying them. to fit them all in like yeah, like they were not integrated slowly it was just like bam yeah. all of the like five new guys or six new guys out of eleven yeah. just straight in there but unfortunately for Fulham the manager that they had wasn't as good as Pellegrini at uh, pulling it together. Um, yeah, they've got no business being down there. Um, but then that's the same as Southampton. They've got no business being down there either. Um, um, I'm not sure. They did before. Yeah. yeah. What was the manager called again? Our Mark, old player, Mark Hughes. Hughes. <laughs> he needed to. Yeah, they would have been relegated if they stayed with him. Now, Definitely. I do think they're gonna. They will come. They'll come out of it, and I think relegation. How do you feel? Good as God. Yeah. yeah. Fulham, I don't see... I, you don't see like, them coming Ranieri's back? slightly improved them. I don't see them coming up. I think they'll take enough points from those around them to, to probably save themselves. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Um, Burnley, I know they got a 
I hope they go down. I don't think they deserve to stay. It's such a contrast from last season. Like same, but same everything. Like nothing. And I think that's the problem. You can't have nothing changing from one season to the next. Yeah. Yeah. But Turf Moor was a fortress, but but it's not now. Technically, uh, what's his name? Sean Dyche. He has shown he's good when it comes to setting up a defensive team. But for some reason, this season, well, something that we looked at last week was how he set up the team. Mm-hmm. His losses has come from I think when he's played three at the three back. Three in the back, yeah. And his only two wins, well, two wins in recent time, has been when four he's had back. four. So maybe that's one thing to look at. Maybe strengthen the players he's got in the back. Get rid of Joe Hart anyway. Do you think? Do you think he got overexcited, Daesh? Like with the solid foundation they built last year, it was like, all right, cool. This season, let's let's attack. No, and no. maybe overestimated how strong his defense really was. No, I, I think they fought a bit too much of themselves. Like when they went, they got into Europe. Then they went into that European campaign, but then they completely flopped. And because mm. I, I know like you can talk about they didn't have money or whatnot, but you plan for it. If you know you're going to be in Europe, buy one or two extra players to to figure it like, to help with that. And you can't say you got complete no money when the Premier League brings in how much money. Every team has enough money. It's just your owners are not. So they they put themselves in that position, and if they go down, they go down. That's Who did they buy? I don't even remember. They buy the goalkeeper. Then. When did Lennon come in? Did Lennon come in last season? Or last he, season he came yeah, in last season. season. Yeah, they bought in Joe Hart. That was like pretty much it, right? It's just that's a dumb move. You're planning. You're you're, you're taking your team into Europe. Now plan for it. Like go for it because yeah. you know you're. Yeah. I know it's like rubbish teams, but you're playing. You're starting earlier, so you need to keep your teams. Or if you're not gonna if you're not gonna refresh the team, then don't focus on Europe. Like you know, throw out some of your second stringers, go through the qualification stages, get a little bit of money from the qualification well, bits, well. and then go out. Didn't they actually? Didn't they get knocked out in the group stage? Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like the group stage are qualifiers actually. Don't know. Actually, they got they didn't make group stages. Yeah, did they? they got they got knocked out by Aberdeen in the qualifiers. That says a lot. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. If you're going to get knocked out in those stages, you might as well do it with your second string, <laughs> and then maybe they would have had a better start to the better start to the league. But I mean, wait, who else are we looking at around there? Yeah, we just mentioned Newcastle. Newcastle are, and obviously Newcastle are a team. Same thing. They lack signings. Well, they lack signings. But in terms of the size of the team and the history of the team, they are guys that should be pushing that top. They should be up there in that. Inconsistent, consistent yeah, bracket, yeah, right? They should be big. fighting for those seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth places. And although, and I'm getting, I supported Benitez's point at first, but like he mentions money in every post-match interview now. He mentions money, bro. He mentioned, wait, what was the game that they played recently? He mentioned money in a post-match interview against, like, in a cut against in the game against Fulham, I think it was. And I'm like, bruv, I know Fulham spent a lot of money, but people have been banging them. Like, so he that's likes, not an excuse. He likes, this is just his version of, um, what's it called? I like to talk about Mr. Sir Alex with the facts. <laughs> just his facts and our money. His things. facts and our money, That's yeah. all he wanted. Like, he's always got excuses, really. That's, like, if Newcastle, they'd be, they would get rid of him and it'd be similar to a Man United bounce back. Just yeah, but how long would that bounce back last? Someone just to take off the handbrakes, they'd be a better team than they are. I think, no, nah, I think you take off the handbrakes, then they crash. No, <laughs> I think no, they crash. I think no, so. I think they. I think. I don't think. I don't think it's taking off the handbrakes. I think he is being overly cautious. I think what he's done with what he has has been good. What he did last season in the championship was good. No, what what he's mean. done with them so far has been all right. I think they are capable of better, not much better. 
because they've not getting any investment, but they are capable of better. When I say they should be up there with the Leicesters and, and, and the West Ham and the Watfords and Wolves, I'm not talking about this team that they have right now. I'm talking about Newcastle as a club should be fighting for those places. Not that they're in a place right now to fight for those places. But saying that, he should be a little bit higher than he is now. He should be around Brighton levels right now. Um, and again, instead of that, he's looking over his shoulder. Um I don't know. They've got forwards. I mean, like, obviously Rondon's coming in. Rondon's doing, he's doing bits. Well, Kennedy's um, been terrible. and he was meant Kennedy to be is a, awful, meant bro. to be a top player, apparently. But, see, he's, um, he's, on, he's still Chelsea, on over Chelsea, Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Nah, Rondon, like, I take, I take Achu over him any day, bro. See that? Not even noticing that. Achu. Yeah, 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 bro. Just, like, give me those accolades, innit? You said the name well. Well done, innit? But, like I'm saying... <laughs> I'm saying like, yeah, you got Rondon, you got uh, Hosolu, you got Iozzi, you got Achu. Um, who's that little guy they got? The little uh, Japanese guy, Muto. Like, they've got that, they've got the forwards, they've got the midfielders as well. They just have a manager that doesn't allow them to play. That's the whole issue. I think he does allow them to play though. They've got a Shelby that can pick up passes. You can pick out things. They couldn't, couldn't, like... He can pick up pass. Yeah, all they need is... They're not gonna beat the bigger teams, but if they play attacking against the smaller teams, they beat them. Yeah, but no. But Shelby, once Shelby yeah. comes back, he'll be in the game. though. but Shelby was injured, though. Do any of you blame Benitez, or do you think he's? I, blame, I don't blame Benitez. No, I don't blame Benitez. I blame Benitez because I'm saying with the personnel they have, um, what's his name, Rondon, banging goals, Shelby that can pick a pass. They should just be going at these other teams. They've got enough personnel. I don't like. The I think in the smaller games, games, in the smaller games, but yeah. But then you come up with, oh, you know, we've not made signings and blah 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 blah. I think, um, and I think he's doing, he's doing, and I think he's always, he's always positive with his substitutions, whether it be against Liverpool or whether it be against Huddersfield. He's always a positive guy. They will always try and get something out of a game, even you know, could be eighty minutes down against Liverpool. He's not going to try and shut up shop and think about goal difference. Um, and again, I think. He's he has got personnel there. Maybe they're not gluing as well as they should be. But also, I think the team's just pretty low. With the whole the whole the the atmosphere around Newcastle is not a positive one at the moment. That's the thing. That's why I think he's on it's part not, of it. Yeah, and you know that's kind of that's a little out of his control. Like you know, the fans aren't happy with the owner. Stems the owner's not making the Ashley investments. And, yeah, yeah. Mike and, and you know the fans love him. They think he's doing what he can be doing, and he's trying. And yeah, I think maybe he could be trying a little bit harder. I think maybe every now and again he's sneakily trying to make a bit of a point. But don't do that at the expense of your team, bro. I think he loves the club because he could have left and, and got... Yeah, he'd get a job, job anywhere. When, he he, get when a they job went anywhere. down. But yeah. he brought them up in one season. So I think the, the fans are appreciative of that. But um, they are, for a club of that stature and the squad they have, I, I don't see them thinking finishing much above... The, anyone in the bracket of the inconsistently yeah. consistent really like I'd say their cap is probably like 12th or 13th mm, mm. Um, realistically and they could still finish the end of the season really. no but I, I think they should that's, be that's there that's the where they yeah. should be that's their ceiling I, yeah. I think that's their ceiling yeah. okay then you look at a team like Southampton Southampton I think based on what they've done so far this season that's where they will be finishing mm. um Based on seasons prior, you think they should be a top ten? Yeah, I don't, they're not. They're not making top ten. Okay, so if we're looking at this whole relegation, so we have, have we talked about Cardiff, Cardiff and Huddersfield in the last two, right? Well, Cardiff, like we said, Cardiff have no quality in their squad. They work hard and they work well, but they have no quality. 
Um, Let's be, I think Clive, very little Clive, quality. As a season but, review, half season review, I think they've done all right. They started off bad. No, that's been, what I'm saying. They've got no. They've done all right for what they've got. Yeah, I'm not saying they've done badly, but I'm saying they haven't got the quality to be pushing any heights. Yeah, Cardiff, they are where they should be, where expected to be. Yeah. They're doing well. They're above. But I don't think, think, think yeah. going forward in the rest of the season, their fate will like, is not in their own hands, I don't think. I think, it's I think it is. I think it's for other people. They're not no. going to win enough games to keep I, them up. I think as long as they can keep the energy levels up, then How close is the point system is now? I feel one or two, three wins here and there. But that's the problem. You're talking about that, but one or two or three wins for Southampton or Fulham drops them up and Cardiff down. Thing, like it's the way, the way Southampton have been playing recently, I would see them coming out and ju- climbing up the table quicker than and Cardiff will fall into their place. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah, yeah. again, it's kind of like there. I think it's out, Cardiff will go down unless there's someone that's worse than them. Huddersfield obviously gone. Uh, Fulham, if they can have a revival. I, which I don't think they will. I think they and could Burnley, scrape 17th. The only other one that I think Cardiff could maybe take, but I think, yeah, these teams, Cardiff, they are where they where they would have thought it would be. Okay, so come end of the season, which three do you think are going up? I think, again, based on what Ranieri is doing so far with shoring them up defensively, I think they'll steal points here and there and maybe take some of the people around them. I think Fulham could, could scrape a 17th. No, why um, would you think it will go down? Huddersfield, Cardiff, Burnley. Yeah, MK, same. Jamie, Huddersfield. I think Cardiff will go, but I don't want them to go. And go with your heart. Yeah, (laughs) I don't want them to go. Um, And I think Ranieri can work his his magic. And I think a Burnley get dragged down. Burnley or Southampton, but I think under this new manager, Ralph. Arsenal Hootel. That one. Um, I think they're gonna they're gonna find some form and they've got a, they've got a good squad, so they'll they'll be fine. I think in the end. So I think Burnley go. I've yeah. I've picked Huddersfield, Cardiff, and Newcastle. Oh. I think Rafa would happen and they'll go down again. <laughs> Rafa will happen. Rafa. It's just that Newcastle vibe. They'll go like down. I say, again. They're not. They're not. There's not much optimism in the Newcastle in Newcastle at the minute. That's why the I club. think they'll go down. I but mean, yeah, those are the three I think. Yeah. I think Newcastle go down. They've got the they've got the players to pick them up, but they don't have the I don't know the aura around them now that says in the future anything's nothing's getting better. Yeah. Same manager, same ownership, same everything. So yeah, I think they they, they might fall into this little trap. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the mid season review. Let us know what you think. Do you disagree with any of our relegation choices? Do you disagree with our top four choices? Um, have your say on the consistent inconsistencies at BNA Podcast hashtag BNA Podcast okay and now on to our team of the half season teams well our team alright each Whoa, person will man. choose their team of the half season they're um, in English isn't it plural <laughs> teams more than one <laughs> no, MK no. is going to go first What's each person team? will choose their team yeah so, so teams of the half season because they're four of us. No. <laughs> Just go on with it. No. Right. So my team though, in goal, Neil Etheridge. Got him in goal. Ooh. Then left back, Robertson. Uh, two in defence, Van Dyke and Bolly. Right Ooh. back, Wamba Sako. 
in midfield on the left hand side. I'm playing four three three by the way. Um, on the left hand side, I've got uh, Bernardo Silva. In the middle, got Fernandinho, and on the right hand side, I got Son. Then have Sterling, Kane, and Salah up top. That's my team. All right, first, okay. I would ask about Efridge, but I'm gonna keep this up. Why the hell do you have Son so far deep? Yeah, why is Son playing? Because I just wanted to shoot all <laughs> him in. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> he's been one of the best. He's one of the best players of the season, so I need to fit him in. But it doesn't fit in so above then, the other three. So that team is flawed then for a four-three-three. <laughs> That's no, but they'll interchange, you know. Yeah, yeah. This guy loves to say. With, <laughs> with, with, with Everidge, I don't know. <laughs> Total football, isn't it? With Everidge, why Everidge? You can play that what? seven, that uh, seven two seven. Yeah, Have you not seen his? Have you not seen the saves? The saves that Everidge. Nah, Everidge is left field. Everidge is left field. He's been letting. He's been making that many saves, like I always say, because the defense is shit. So the shots are just coming right, left, and side. He has to just. Keep it so, above if he's not, if oh, yeah, but if he's not getting he's, as many shots at him, then he'll he'll be able to he'll have a higher save percentage. He's got, yeah, he's he's got the what's it called giant top saves of the season, like number of saves this season. And who's top? He's top. Um, Fabianski. Exactly. These are not no, goalkeepers who are like, no, oh but, my god, I want him in my team. You just no, have that no. many shots coming your way. You have to make a save. <laughs> <laughs> no, just odds, like just playing yeah. odds. That's no, but, the, the no, but what what percentage of like I would be interested to see. The percentage of what percentage of shots he's saving is versus is goals. Is it easier to be yeah. a goalkeeper at West Ham or is it easier to be a goalkeeper at Cardiff? It's, it's going to be easier it's at true. West Ham, so that's why I'm giving it to Effridge because he's at a worst team, a team that's like everyone would have put that to go down. So okay, and so then he's what is it, three out of five penalties saved. What about, about Bolly? Bolly put him because he he's having an outstanding season. He's got good stats. He's what's it called? Uh, he's won seventy-seven percent aerial duels. 82% of tackles he's like one of the highest in terms of interceptions and stuff like that so he's reading the game very well so he's just he's been consistent and Wolves have they have kept a, like, a number of clean sheets as well and he's just been they've been solid defensively as well well at times when they've not been inconsistent <laughs> the consistent times they've been good so he fits in there for me okay I'll give you my team then mm-hmm. my team I think straightforward this is a 4-2-3-1 um, Allison, obviously, because he's been he's kept the mo- one of the most clean sheets. Uh, the world, Van Dyke, Van Dyke, obviously, we've seen what he's like. Uh, the world, because he's been consistent to some level. His his tackles and his reading of the game has been good, and he's kept the most clean sheets as well out of all the centre backs after Van Dyke. Robertson, left back, assists. I look for the wing backs or full backs to go forward, and then on the right, I put Trippier because he's got more assists. And similarly with our world, clean sheets as well. In the middle, I've got Fernandino, obviously because we know what his defensive mind is like. I've got Torreira as well, only because he's defensive, but also he's... I've seen him move forward a bit for um, Arsenal, and he's done more similar to Fernandino when he's gone forward. So I think those two complement each other in the middle. And I've got Sterling on the left, Hazard in the middle, Salah on the right, and then Aguero up top. We all know what they could all do. I think Hazard in the, as that number 10 will be more... We'll be doing better than he is at Chelsea where he's playing left and then playing up top. Oh, when he goes missing for three months. He won't go missing. Not in this team. Not in this team. Hey, but in, um, you, all, you of think... them, all of them have been fine. Well, Hazard has got the most, I'll say goals and assists. I'm sure he's the top for, combined. if you put them combined, yeah. if you put them together, yeah. Hazard has got like eight or nine assists or something like that. Yeah. So no qualms about the team, no? No about Torreira. I thought there would be questions on Torreira. No, 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 I think Torreira is an inspired choice, to be honest. I think Torreira is an inspired choice. Jamie? 
So I would have Allison in goal um, for obvious reasons. And then I would have Van Dijk and Rudiger. Um, Rudiger because Chelsea have kept the second most clean sheets this season. Um, and between him and Louise, I trust him put him <laughs> much, much more. Um, definitely. And then Robertson uh, and Wambasaka as uh, my fullbacks. Um, Wambasaka just plays in a bit of a terrible team, but watching him play um, as he did against Sane, um, had Sane in his pocket for 90 minutes. Um, he's he's going to go on to do big things. And then I'd have Fernandinho as like my, my anchor. And then around Fernandinho, I'd have Hazard and Ericsson. I think at Tottenham, Ericsson's just been running the show and he's allowed players... Was this a 4 3 3? Yeah. He's allowed um, uh, players like Son and uh, Hazard. And, and Ali hasn't played that, that well this season, but um, Ericsson's just been, uh, I think, while he's not maybe showed up so much in the... Uh, in, in goals and assists in some things like key passes I think he's uh, he's very important and then I'd put Salah Aubameyang and Kane up top um, yeah mainly because uh, it's goals galore where Kane's they, been, what, what, where, uh, if Aubameyang and Kane were up top who's playing through the middle where's what's I'd put Kane in the middle and put Kane oh, okay, and Salah right. no sorry Very Kane in the middle team then, Kane oh. in the middle and then Aubameyang and uh Salah. Okay. A thing I didn't bring up on yours, but you've got the same guy. Alisson and Go. Yeah. I mentioned it earlier on as well. <laughs> Is he like you you mentioned with Efridge that obviously he's conceding a lot in the team, but Alisson ain't really been tested at all. Because he's got good players or good defence around him. So like, and a good attack. So I'm saying in this team, he should still be able to do the good job because they've got the attack the same way. I, I don't know mm, how you mm. can, like... How, no, how I think Everage and Liverpool Alisson could... Okay, but, but, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't judge. You have to judge them what you see. Sheets, I think, is, is, is amazing. Like, that's more than one every two games. So for me, Alisson in goal, I put Digne, um as my left-back. I know, obviously, Robertson is banging, but Digne, I think, again, you put Digne in that Liverpool team, he's doing just as good as Robertson or better. Oh, um, no. in an inconsistent he's an inconsistent uh, Everton uh, team nah he is I'm and he scores the free kicks as well later, he, he, he free kicks as well and you know I've watched I've watched Dinia I watched him when he first broke through at PSG um, I saw him you know he was only playing a bit part for Barcelona I've always always admired that guy and I think he's only going to get better um, yeah my centre backs Van Dijk and Rudiger obviously in Van Dijk you can't argue with that Rudiger for me again been very quietly influential same as you he's the better of the two out of him and Luis. Um, my right back Wan-Bissaka same reason as everybody else he's got the potential we put him in that good team uh, the base of my 4-3-3 again the base of my midfield I'm putting Kante um, Fernandinho is sick but Kante is yeah but he hasn't shown it this yeah, season yeah. he hasn't shown it this yeah. season yeah. But, but no but you're because, going off the hype no no I'm not going off the hype I'm going off the fact that Chelsea don't look as stable defensively without him but in that position. That so you're seeing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that, and then the difference Fernandino's between the better, two. Better choice because no, between when the he's two. not played, they've looked crap. And also, and also, Kante, uh, Kante yes, been right. asked to. No, yeah, you can yeah, try yeah, it. No. You can do it. But no, 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 bro. Also, saying that, Kante, he's been moved to, like I said, I'm playing a 4-3-3. Kante's been moved to the side of a three and he's shown that, you know, even though it's not his strongest position, he can do a job there. So in my team, if I need to move him from side 
side to side, then it will happen. That's it not can. allowed, isn't it? You have to play him on the right side of the middle. <laughs> I play him on the right then, didn't it? You played someone in the middle. My other yeah, two I'm guys <laughs> played just ahead of him, uh, Moutinho and Ericsson. Uh, Moutinho... Um, he's got some very like uh, he's when I was looking it up. No, I'm not going off time. <laughs> oh, hang on, wait, wait, wait. Where's my where's where's the where's the you don't finish the so off. Moutinho, um Hang on. Yeah, so let me see if I can three? find. Let me see if I, my top three are Sterling left, Aubameyang middle, Salah on the right. Aubameyang, I wanted to put Aubameyang, but he missed too many chances. Aguero and King. Have been more clinical. Their yeah, finishing rate would be much yeah. higher than, or accuracy would be much higher than Aubameyang. But yeah, definitely. So yeah, Moutinho. No, Moutinho. Moutinho. He was like fourth. Like he's in the Wolves team. And he's still fourth highest for tackles won in the ninety minutes. Um, he's worth twenty three percent of the tackles that Wolves have won. Yeah, but that's more thingy. sounds like a defensive guy. You put him in, a, you see, we could rip him easy. No, and then <laughs> forty. Uh, all right, then so. Um, he's fourth. He's fourth for passes and chances created. So in the top three. Why didn't you pick passes. them? What? Put the ones above him. Man. Because, like I said, I was going for. I wasn't going for some of the obvious choices, and I was trying to move around from. Then I'll the, say someone like what about Gomez, Everton. Nah. He's <laughs> <laughs> better. But yeah. No. Nah. So out of the four original ones, he gets relegated. I'm thinking, Mark. <laughs> 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 what? I get relegated. No, bro. Okay, thank you for joining us. That was the half season review. We'll be back again next week where it's business of business as usual. Happy New Year. No. Again. Yeah. It's a new year. Oh, I didn't even say it at the beginning. Happy New Year. Hope new your Christmas is all cool. Yeah, nah, <laughs> same old bullshit. Never mind. Um, thank you to Jamie for joining us. It's Hopefully, we'll see you again at some point this season. Definitely, yeah. Maybe when uh, West Ham hit another rich vein of form. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for that one, people. So probably never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was Flows. BNF. Ben no filter. MK. Jamie. Peace.